Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Match Ball. Hello and welcome to the show. The Match Ball 30 is our game by game real time journey through the 1991 1992 season, 30 years on. Dan, Michael, and Moscow with you as we add a little uh, je ne sais quoi to the podcast today. Oh, this is exciting, no? Oui. Uh, yeah, we didn't. We don't know much about him yet, do we? Nothing good, anyway. Well, we heard about this bloke, Eric. Are we pronouncing this, by the way? Because we heard about this just prior to Notts County. If you've heard the uh, Notts County game, he was sort of mentioned in dispatches there, wasn't he? And all of a sudden, we've got this French striker in, Eric. 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 Yeah, I think that's Con Con Contona. Con. I mean, all yeah. Con Contona. I'm going. I'm going Cantona, like Daytona. Yeah. And where have we got him from then? This uh, Contona. As all of Wilco's signings, Sheffield, more or less. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine that's what what drew our attention because um, that's that's our pool, isn't it? Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, and people who have played for them in the past. Despite and- how exotic and exciting this is, that is very very true. As soon as the uh, the ship, we must have a lot like a tripwire or something like that. There is some talk that Mick Hennigan read it in the Sheffield Star. Really mm, details because he's been on trial at Sheffield Wednesday and they played him in a an indoor game like a, a six-a-side tournament that they were involved in. How, why were they playing indoors? Is it to do with the, sort of the February weather? Well, yeah, and, you know, we have these odd little tournaments like soccer sixes and things, and Sheffield Wednesday were in one of those, and, um, yeah, the, they weren't actually able to train outside because the Hillsborough, um, I don't know where they trained, but wherever Sheffield Wednesday trained. It, uh, it might have to be indoors, maybe, because the sun's never shot on Sheffield, does it? So Well, exactly. And they wanted him to stay longer, but he said... Uh, no. No. no as, they say, as they say in France... Which is a bit rich. I'm not entirely sure he's in any position to throw his weight around too much, given he's not played for months and has effectively retired. Why is that? Because he, from as far as I can tell... At 25? Yeah, he's just given up on football because it seems like in France, he's not had a quiet career. Howard Wilkinson has been saying that, you know, we had uh, Vinnie Jones came to Leeds with a certain reputation and we never had a, a problem with him. I'm, I'm not sure if he's not even, like more crazy than the original leader of the crazy gang himself. Seems a bit weird, doesn't it? That Wilco taking a punt on a lunatic. But he likes his steady hands at the tiller, doesn't he? Well, he's uh, on this occasion, he is up for the gamble and he says he has told Eric himself 
the quote from Howard is, I like a gamble. And I told Eric that when we were talking for more than an hour before signing him, which I think he's also trying to play off a little bit that he signed him after watching him play on video rather than in the flesh. But then he's pointing out he's spoken to, because he's played for France. He's a French international, so he's spoken to... Did you know, did you know much about him before this? Or? No. Yeah. He'd better keep Wilco on side. I mean, Wilco better keep him on side, sorry, because... Um... He has previously referred to his manager as a bag of shit. It was one oh. of the things he mm. did. That got that got him banned from the French national side till they changed manager. And then presumably the, the next manager was like, nah, to be fair, he was a bag of shit. He so, so, right. he's, so he's played for France then, Moscow. A big transfer fee as well in his past. I'm surprised I haven't heard of this guy. Well, I mean, you know, my world soccer subscription maybe had gone wrong around the time that they, they were writing about him. But his track record, he's famous in France. I mean, you, you would have to be famous in France. When you had, um, uh, you know, if you get banned for months for throwing a ball at a referee and then call the disciplinary panel. Apparently the story is that um, however many people were on the disciplinary panel, he called them shits to their faces <laughs> one by one. Melt. Mm. Mm. And that was basically the uh, the point at which they increased his ban. Obviously they doubled it from a month to two. And he said, right, I've just had enough of football. I am quitting if I'm, I don't know. He's, does he feel respect, disrespected for calling lots of other people shits? I mean, it's not just that. There's a bit of uh, dressing room violence as well. You, you hear that story about when he was uh, at Marseille, ended up fisticuffs with his teammate and lobbed a boot in his face. He does seem a bit of a nutter. Also at Marseille, um, it, I don't know how this managed to kick off, but in, it was in a friendly. He ended up booting the ball into the crowd and ripping off his shirt and <laughs> running off sulking there. I love him already. The comparison with Vinnie Jones, he's supposed to be a striker, but then one of the bits of footage that has come through is this Kung Fu tackle playing for Oxair, which, I mean, Vinnie Jones has done some bad things. I don't know if he's ever done anything quite on a par with that tackle. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which um, we're just looking at. That's, that's not just the rest, two red cards. It's um. He doesn't even have the decency to make the got the ball gesture, does he? Which no, Vinnie, no. Vinnie would have done. He, he doesn't give gonna... a shit there, does he? Oh, my word. He's, it's Kung Fu tackle is... Uh, That's no understatement. Describes half of it, but you've got to understand that while this player is running away from him with the ball at his feet, Contenar aims this Kung Fu tackle sort of at the top of his ass. That's where he's aiming for. So it's not even like an attempt at winning the ball. It's just uh, straight through the small of um, this Oxair player's... Uh, no, he, he was playing for Oxair. Um, somebody else is back. So it, he's done a lot, and he's supposed to be, you know... Uh, Michel Platini has vouched for him. Glenn Hoddle has spoken to... Two stand-up uh, guys. Howard Wilkinson, obviously. Glenn Hoddle has played in France and... Uh, under the diamond lights, he's come to play under. Yeah, and um, everybody's saying, you know, he's this incredibly skillful, uh, talented striker, but the bits of footage that we're looking at are of him... He's a psychopath. Um, ...scissor-kicking through the back of some innocent... He is, but um, Wilkinson seems confident. Wilkinson's actually seems to be really reveling in all this. There's not just him uh, rolling out this idea that he likes a gamble, which contrasts with much of what we've actually seen from Wilkinson, but the interview on Look North where Harry Gration tried to catch him out by speaking to him, in asking him a question in French, and Howard Wilkinson just deadpan replied in actually very good French, <laughs> um, which caught old Gration out, and then uh, the punchline from Howard was... Uh, I can understand him better than I understand Gordon Strachan and Gary McAllister. So he's because they're Scottish, you see, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. So he's, yeah, uh, I get it. I got that one. He's quite enjoying 
um, having all this attention and having this uh, this new star around and said, uh, I haven't had a problem, said Wilkinson, in my football career up to now with any player I've worked with. He reads poetry, he reads philosophy, he paints, he likes fishing. Maybe that's different. I hope he's different on the pitch. That's where I hope he's different. What he's like off it, as long as he behaves himself, I don't care. Don't forget, Vinnie Jones arrived here with the same reputation. What, for liking literature and poetry? I had no bother at all from him. Unless Eric has a malevolent side I don't know about, I don't expect any trouble from him. He has a malevolent side that we know about, and we've only just heard of him. But Did you read the uh, the piece in the YEP that was saying that... um, Eric's been delighted to learn that sculptor Henry Moore was born in nearby Castleford. Mm. Um, so maybe he'll, maybe he'll visit Castleford. Mm. He could live there. It'd be a great way for him to... The Yorkshire Riviera in many ways. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. For him to settle into the, uh, the, the cultural heartland of Yorkshire. I he think has would be nice. uh, accurately got the culture of Yorkshire quite down straight away when he said, from what I've seen of Leeds, I like it a lot. I like the architecture. I prefer it to Sheffield as far as the beauty of the city goes. So he obviously knows his stuff. Done his research, hasn't he? Um, how did we understand any of this, anyway, if it was delivered in French? Uh, he had a translator. Oh, okay. For, oh, that, for that one. Is it going to be a problem, do you think, like in the dressing room, though? Like, you know, trying to communicate somebody in French. Lee Chapman, he's there to help, isn't he? I mean, Wilco, as Moscow said, Wilco's got a little bit of it. I think he refers to it as uh, his his school school day French, mm. which he's got a bit of. And, and Chapman, of course, has played in France and mm. I'm sure considers himself fluent. Whether or not when, when greeted with an actual Frenchman, he might go, oh, you're meant to, you're meant to say... Uh, this when I ask you a question it's, you know you know, it is when you learn a language and it, it seems to make perfect sense when you, you're both reading from a sheet yeah I'm pretty sure that with Lee Chapman's help Continental will be able to direct us to a bakery or a butcher yeah. um, anything more I have a pet guinea pig you can tell him things like that it is straight ahead I have two sisters yeah. just that you know they are on the left by the town hall but, football is a universal language though isn't it so that's what we we need to uh it doesn't matter about his um, his favourite film stars being Marlon Brando, Mickey Rourke, Jack Nicholson and Klaus Kinski, although have, it's good to know. Have we ever had anybody as exotic as this? This is, uh, this uh, is crazy. Oh, but Johansson, he was fairly exotic back in his day. Timbuktu, if you believe the song, but yeah. um, but I don't think that was actually correct. There is actually a photo on that YEP article of Contina with Mickey Rourke. So I think that's something that's quite new for... Is he a coated um, Mickey Rourke? What does that mean? <laughs> it's next. I mean, next to. I don't know. I, I coated it. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going on my yeah. own school French, which I'm obviously yeah, still just, doing. Just sort of started it, really, yeah. you, at this it's, point. It's not just uh, Mickey Rourke, it's Terence Trent Darby as well, the pop star. So we've gone into a world now where one of our players is able to say, oh, one of my favourite film stars is Mickey Rourke, and he's my friend. I think that's the, the new territory that we've not really been in um, before. Although, obviously, Lee Chapman is married to Leslie Ash, who is a legitimate film and television star in her own right. So we've all, we've got that connection already. I can see the, th- the three of them being friends, to be honest. Being so cultured. Mm. Yeah. I'm talking of culture. Wilco has already passed him through a cultural filter because he said that this Contenar chap could have played for the reserves against Bolton in midweek, but didn't think there was much point in him playing in a game like that. There's a chance he'll call me a dickhead or something if I, if I suggest he plays in that. So I don't want him booting the ball at anyone or taking his shirt off straight away. So instead, he's sent him to the cultural heartlands of Oldham. Yeah, a bit of a come down, isn't it? After a week of being excited about the, the new glamour of, of a Frenchman going to bloody Oldham. And of course, the inevitable. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yes, Boundary Park then and Leeds United lining up like this. John Lukic in goal with Mel Sterland, Tony DiRigo, David Batty, Chris Fairclough, Chris White, Gordon Strachan, Rod Wallace, Steve Hodge, Gary McAllister and Gary Speed. So you'd expect uh, Hodge maybe to be in midfield with Speed pushed a little bit further forward in this one. But that exotic guy, Eric, what are we going for again? Contona. Eric. Eric. Contona. And uh, I mean, wow, what a bench. Mike Whitlow alongside him as well. Uh, Oldham lining up like this. John, I wonder what they were discussing. I mean, just probably technique. I mean, the recent performance at uh, Hillsborough would be mm. a hot topic and Mike's uh, goal there. There's some confusion over whether Cantona will be uh, good in the air or not because obviously this has come about because of Chapman's broken wrist. But he can pick up some uh, tips on heading from Mike Whitlow in the last game. So maybe that's what they were discussing. You've got to, you've got to jump Eric. <laughs> That's his advice. He's apparently five foot eleven, but the YEP said he looks six foot three, which I don't know if that's a French thing. I don't know if they they measure differently yeah, over got, there. He's or... got an exotic stature. He's just able to move the air. Well, it's a bit all different. bloody it's all bloody centimeters over there. They've probably lost something in translation mm. or conversion. Haven't they? It's all all done with mirrors, right? Uh, and Oldham lining up with Jonathan Hallworth in goal, Andrew Barlow, Neil McDonald, Richard Jobson, Earl Barrett, Nick Henry, Paul Bernard, Graham Sharp, Roger Palmer, Ian Marshall, Rick Holden. Uh, Joe Royal, of course, um, their boss. Mel Sterling passed the late fitness test to make this lineup knee injury that he picked up against Notts County. And uh, good old Oldham. Yeah, we don't win there, do we? It's it's almost just not even worth 
Can we not just talk about this French guy? We can't even blame it on the plastic pitch either. No. It's just a muddy, windswept, awful place, isn't it? In fairness, if there was anywhere that needed a plastic pitch, it probably was Oldham because it is essentially the coldest place in the world. And I can it's a it's a wonder that anything can grow there at all. Uh but yeah, we just one victory in our last fourteen games. I mean, they're not even good. That's the thing. When you play, if you were, if you were said that was your record against Liverpool, that would be bad. But where are, where are they? Are they are mid table though. But they're not good, and they've not been good the last fourteen times we've been there. Surely they have their moments because they got to the FA Cup semi final against Scum, didn't they? Into that to a replay, and that was kind of their golden season where they had all the uh, the momentum of um, Andy Ritchie and Roger Palmer scoring goal after goal for them. So there's something there, and people are rating Joe Royal as kind of like somebody who should have a a better job. I mean, yeah, my, they're, my, they're not good. my most recent memory of this was in the playoff semi-final there when, despite losing, we somehow won, which was strange. Away goals. Do you think that's a rule that'll catch on? Well, when you have to go to different climates, I suppose it's, <laughs> it's to account for that, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, Andy Ritchie was the, um, the goal scorer the last time we won there. And um, he since went over there, didn't he? So Billy Bremner, the manager, anyway... Only our second defeat of the season. That's the only one positive we can take from this. But God, we were bloody woeful, weren't we? And, and it just seemed like they had all the chances and we were just absolutely terrible. I don't know why it was like this. It's just upsetting, isn't it? Yeah, there was none of that flying out the blocks at them and we were behind after 18 minutes. I mean, I said we always identify the first 20 as Wilco's like strong time, the team that they come out of the blocks, yeah, and it just didn't happen. It was it was Oldham instead and... Quick out, quick out the blocks and good from set pieces. Yeah, it doesn't work over there because it's horrible. As soon as you go outside, you just want to go back inside again. So your start immediately is There's a disadvantage, ruined. isn't there? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, they get a corner. It's pinged across. Flicked on at the near post, which looks very much like a Leeds United-style move. And it drops in the middle, doesn't it? To um, It's Marshall who flicks it on with his fancy hair. And then um, Jobson, the centre-half, who heads it towards goal. But it actually hits the post and then just drops for Bernard, who just taps it into an empty net. So a little bit unlucky with the bounce, but still, you've got to do better than that, haven't you? Like two headers, one in the box. and Shite. And we weren't doing anything either. That was the thing. It was not It was not like it was an undeserved goal and it's, it's them nearly making it two on, on the 32 minutes as well. Holden hits the post with a free kick. So and it actually, actually dropped into the same area again, didn't it? Thankfully, mm. there was no one there. Yeah, still then just manages to get it away, but we don't really do anything. There's no, There are no chances in this. I mean, we, we did hit the bar, but on, only after... Rod Wallace had been flagged for offside. And that was about it, wasn't it, really? I mean, it's not just that um, Oldham have a good manager. I'm trying to find any possible um, reasonable explanations. They have a good manager and also uh, Earl Barrett and Richard Jobson in their defence are both um, good players. Like Richard Jobson is quite a cultured centre-back, considering it's is Oldham. He, is he as cultured as Eric Contenar, who came on at half-time? Um, I mean, That's I don't exciting, know. I don't know if he's friends with any film stars. He shares a name with the lead singer of the was it the skids um richard jobson i think it was yes and uh um that's about as cultural as he gets yeah so um there was a penalty appeal just in that first half from sterling but not really uh not really happening is it nothing given there and then hodges injured his calf in the first half and the swap is made at half time the right change moscow or i mean you would have thought you need pace power technique Mike Whitlow would be the player to to come on and supply it all. He does come on later, but I'm not sure I would have gone with this uh, Contona first. And the evidence of it, you don't want to write somebody off on their debut, but he didn't out, did he? No, but there were a lot of um, French journalists, photographers who'd made this journey who probably, what is this Oldham? Who were not impressed by the local surroundings. 
So relief for them that he did come on at half time, but it did mean that we could switch back to like our natural um, strongest midfield. There's probably a, a bit of a, a side of it for us as well because we don't want Mike Whitlow to be sort of getting attention in the French leagues or Saint Germain <laughs> or Marseille coming in with yeah, a bid yeah, for yeah. him if they if the reports from all the journalists go back saying that uh, he he changed the game or something. So keeping him out of the way and bringing on a player that they know about. He is only on loan at the moment, isn't he, old uh, Cantona? So. I think we've paid, we paid 100 grand for him so far and if we yeah. want him we have to stump up another 800 grand so on the basis of this that's 100 grand down the pan <laughs> should have should have added more of a dig around the uh, the Sheffield United reserves instead but he did uh, he won a couple of headers and got us a corner but he actually he ran at them which is not something you'd necessarily associate with Lee Chapman did until you know, did you not <laughs> see Chapman? Sheffield Wednesday the other week yeah yeah I mean, he's, he's in fact it's a very hard game for him to come into because we were playing terribly and he's played like a bit of five aside in a sports hall. It's this, not. This is a sticky pitch in Oldham. It's yeah. not entirely good preparation, is it for him? Um, to repeat the point as well, he had quit. Mm. It's yeah. like you know begging somebody back into your five. Oh come on, we need somebody. This, this we, we know you said your your legs are gone and you're not playing anymore, or your head's not in it anymore, and you you don't want to play football ever again. But please come to Oldham and see if you can find your love for the game again there. Well, I don't know if he's going to love it anymore after we lost this one because, uh, well, I mean, he did hit the target with a header, but it was pretty, it was a pretty easy save, wasn't it? I mean, the keeper could have headed it away himself. Yeah. It was not, not really a, uh, and they, an attempt. They continued to have chances. We didn't. And then signed, sealed and delivered 2-0 just before the end, 87 minutes. Holden um, did cause us problems all day in this, I think. Bloody wingers. I mean, Sterling has been carrying an injury as well hasn't he so probably having a pacey winger running at him all day was not ideal but it's, this it's this not ideal for a fully fit Mel this is it? didn't even come from pace though did it it was just a really walloped lofted cross as he was getting closed down near the corner flag I mean and it actually turned out to be a good lofted cross at that poor Mike Whitlow the unfortunate victim in this though well he's got back and he's really he's doing uh, Chris White standing next to him watching him and you'd probably for a, an aerial challenge swap them round because it should have been Chris White trying to win that ball in the air and uh Although we were, you know, Mike Whitlow's heading ability is more of an attacking asset rather than a defensive um, benefit. You really needed uh, Chris White to be back there. But um, no, so he was beaten in the air. Just to describe the passage of play, so Holden whips it right across from by the corner flag. Uh, it gets Barlow at the far post, which actually then bounces, header bounces off Whitlow, doesn't it? And drops to uh, him again. Drops to him again, and he just smashes it in past Lukic yeah, from, from close range. Nothing you can do about it. That's the thing. Both goals for them were a bit spawny, like coming back off the post, and then this one, his first header, he's headed it onto Whitlow's back, and then he just gets the ball back from him and um, kicks it in the net. So it's a bit, it's not good, but yeah. um, we good, haven't I mean, done great. Good for bloody Oldham. And Joe Royal said afterwards that it was the best 90 minutes of football that played in the first division. So it had to be against us, mm. didn't it? Well, that was kind of Wilkinson's attitude he's not worrying about it too much when he says uh, they didn't allow us a kick I've been there three times now with Leeds and we've hardly had a kick in any of the games and even when we beat them at our place we were lucky so I think he's uh, he's recognising what he referred to he was talking about Crystal Palace earlier in the season as well says that you know he's lost there in similar circumstances to how we lost this season and this is our second league defeat and it's um, pretty much the the same kind of routine of just well bogey it, side is he, is he acknowledging is he acknowledging we've got a bogey side yeah uh, it's Oldham of course we lost and Crystal Palace yeah so. <laughs> but other than that so write those and two Man United off. as well yeah. and the, you know the benefit might be if uh, Wilkinson's sincere in this that he never 
plan for those points anyway. <laughs> well, speaking of Man United, the crumb of comfort in this is that they could only draw one all at home to Sheffield Wednesday. So they've gained a point on this, but at least it wasn't a victory. That's the important thing to note. Um, the rest of the results then from this weekend, Chelsea won all with Crystal Palace, Coventry nil, Liverpool nil, same score, Everton versus QPR. 2-0 Luton Norwich, one all Man United against Sheffield Wednesday, Notts County nil Arsenal 1, we lost of course at Oldham. Sheffield United 4, Manchester City 2 and Wimbledon 2, Aston Villa nil. Um, as we reach the, well we've played 28 games but there are some sides that have uh, games in hand and so on and the cup is interfering with the, the fixture schedule a little bit. We'll just mention that in a second but at the minute we've got uh, Southampton who are bottom, 22nd place with 22 points, uh, above them Luton with 25 and West Ham with 27. Um, at the top, your top five, should we say? Let's do the top five, because that's where there's the, the gaps opening up between Man City and Arsenal. Arsenal are in sixth with 39 points. Then your top five, you've got Man City, 28 played, 47 points. Sheffield Wednesday, 27 played, 47 points. Liverpool, 28 played, 48. And then we have a bit of a gap there still. That's the important bit. 28 played, 56 for us. And Man, uh, Man United, sorry, have 27 played. That's one less than us. And one point more, 57. So how do you think that leaves us? I mean, no winners in the top five. It's a bit of a weird weekend. So Sometimes not, happens, doesn't it? Not catastrophic, mm. as it could have been. Um, if Scum had won, you'd be kind of... You'd be looking at that game in hand again and you know already penciling that in as a win for them. But eh, Having already lost... We're just one, about in touch. And oh, Sheffield oh, Wednesday is shit. They should be beating them. Having lost just once, though, this season, it does feel like a real knock to the confidence. But at least we've got something new and exciting to look at in this Eric fella, anyway. That's, well, the, that's the important bit. We need to make sure that Contina isn't a distraction. And I know the, the bigger issue has been Chapman being injured and how that could be um, affecting the outcome of our season. Here seems to be one answer. Some absolute maniac French kung fu killer um, who can't do it on a cold afternoon in Oldham. Um, but we'll have to just, uh, yeah, we need to, maybe now all the publicity is out the way and all the, the French journalists will go home um, to tell people about uh, Michel Vitlot and how good he is. It can die down a little bit before we play Evan. And, you know, that Crystal Palace defeat was the 1st of October, so it's taken us a long old time to lose again. That's the, that's the good thing here, and we, we're coming off the back of three wins in four, so, you know, we don't need to despair just yet, but the pressure is building a little bit at the top, but... Maybe this Contona fellow just acts as a little bit of a, you know, distra- you say distraction, you say it's a bad thing, Moscow. It might not be a bad thing, actually. It might be a good thing. A little je ne sais quoi. Well, just to take the pressure off everybody else so everybody else can just get on with their game and he can uh, he can attract the headlines, maybe. I think he just needs to get it, get himself to that near post and flick it on. Just do your job. <laughs> well, we, uh, we were due to play Aston Villa next, but that's not happening because they've progressed in the cup. So we've got a little bit of a break now, haven't we? Until the... Um, 23rd of Feb so a couple of weeks until we're back in action so uh, maybe a chance to get some of the, the walking wounded back into the side what do you reckon? Get Mel's legs working properly again because he looked it looked a bit sluggish today. So yeah we'll regroup for the Everton game then on the 23rd of February and who knows what exciting exotic developments we might have between uh, then and now and we get to take Eric to, to Liverpool for a trip do you think he'll like that? He's probably personal friends with half the Beatles isn't he? <laughs> we'll catch you next time the match ball planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.